This is Katie and K Carbondale. Support for GeekSpeak on Katie and K comes from Louie the Computer Guy, providing PC and Mac repair, networking support, tutoring, and web design. Secure, in, uh, secure informed, and connected. 970-948-7992. I'm your host, Matt McBrayer from Roaring Fork Help Desk, in studio with Louie the Computer Guy and Modern Marty. How's it going, Matt? Going well. How is it going, Matt? It is good. It's a good day. Y'all get a, a double dose of Modern Marty today. It's the sandwich. The musical side of Modern Marty and the technical side of Modern Marty. <laughs> Still half a geek, at least. We, at one point, we used to call it two and a half geeks. Mm, I think okay. Steve Skinner was the, the half geek. He was the half, yeah. yes. So. <laughs> so, boy, a lot going on. Louie, I have some very sad news to tell you. Do you? Per Mark Zuckerberg, the metaverse is dead. Long live the metaverse. I didn't see the story on that. <laughs> well, they're pulling out of it. He's moving on to bigger and better things. Zuck's moving out of Yeah, he's, he's yeah. down with the metaverse. I don't know what's going to happen to all those people who spent billions okay. on NFTs, but uh, ah, yeah. Got it. He says he's all about our but his AI company, and But his company's GBT. called Meta. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean he, how can you... I know. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it is shocking. He's all about the AI, unfortunately. That's like a hamburger without the ham. Yeah, exactly. So oh, Wait, uh, there's no ham in there. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I you caught me unawares. I'm going to have to pull that one up. Um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. A, it's a sad day when uh-huh. the Zuck abandons the metaverse. Got it. Well, we had, so we had such high hopes on, for it. Is he too. moving on to the Omniverse? No, he's moving on yeah. to artificial intelligence, apparently. Oh, got yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. All right. He's all about chat GPT. Yeah. Thinks that's the next big thing. Well, you know, I, I'm, I'm prognosticating that it's going to burn itself out. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, how many, how many chat GPT generated techno songs can you listen to before they all start sounding the same? It's like, so. Precisely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure that if you ask ChatGPT, it would tell you exactly how many how many of those songs you have to listen to before it all sounds the same. It would give you a precise number. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so have they done a, 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 chat t- a chat GPT song over the uh, programmatically created every single? Um, let's see, what is it? How to put it? Like it's it's like every possible combination of chords, music. Okay. So there's a, a every every chord progression that kind of makes sense to the human mind. Is that what right. you're getting? Yeah, okay. and it's like I can't remember. It's like 30 years long or something like that. So have oh. they done a th- So have they done a a ChatGPT techno or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, some sort of like, you know, put some sort of voice over yeah. that 30 year song? I'm going to say you're going to have to get back to me in like 29 and a half years on okay. that. Okay. <laughs> I'll see if I can find that website. But basically somebody programmatically, so. you know, every single chord progression that could happen. Yeah, into a a thing that's playing on the internet right now. Got and it. It's, and it's it's something like thirty years long. Off to uh-huh. go see how long exactly it is. Wow. But, okay. But you can go in there and you know listen to any uh-huh. section of it that you want to. But they have right. a, a live section where you can just listen to what it is. Okay. What's playing right now from whenever it started to wow. whenever it's going to end. That sounds about as interesting as watching the SETI screensaver. You know. You know it's you, good for ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, of course, I will have to check it out, but. Uh, uh, if anybody wants to call in with their tech questions, uh, 970-963-2976 is the number to do that. And uh, we've got, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give Marty a quarter geek. I'm going to say we got two and three quarters geeks here wow. ready. You okay, know? I'm so, impressed. 
yeah keep coming back man and uh we'll, we'll just we'll raise your stock <laughs> there we go so yeah it's interesting all the uh chat gpt music stuff or ai mm-hmm. music stuff happening there's mm-hmm. that fake drake song that came out a couple uh weeks ago that, mm-hmm. that got plastered all over the internet and got pulled even though it's actually not a drake song and it's actually not drake and yet the copyrights pulled it off the internet which is interesting got it was was that a DMCA? Yeah, well, the actual label pulled it off somehow, but hmm. I they, bet it was DMCA. Yeah. I bet they did found something in DMCA to, DMCA to argue that there was some some the, chord progression or lyrical phrase or I don't, something. That I don't know. To, the, um, the I'm going to be curious because that's a yeah because that's real. It's like you know because how do you distinguish from you know fair use and because par- there are carve outs for fair use and parody. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So how do you, I'm just curious what the, mm-hmm. what mechanism within the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, I'm, and I'm, I'm assuming that's what they're using, we'd have to go look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, think, I think this is just going to blow up that Copyright Act. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be very interesting because it's a, it's a parody and what's the, there's another term for one of the carve outs, you know, there's fair use, oh. parody and something else, you know, like a, yeah. so like a, somebody could, you know, play a song and analyze it. That would be, I think, I'd better. Oh, fair okay, use. yeah, no... that's right. Yeah, yeah. You can do, you can play a song, you can play snippets of less than thirty seconds in an analysis environment. I think is yeah, something. Like, and I, yeah, there's whatever. a term for that yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, there's like the uh, artist Grimes. She realizes people are going to take her voice and make these AI songs, and she's inviting fans to do it. And she says, uh-huh. "Take my voice, just give me fifty percent of whatever's on the internet. You know, when it's sold." Okay. Yeah, so it's, it's we have such a changing so world I, landscape right now with the music uh-huh. world and artificial intelligence for sure. And and as with the case with so many things throughout history, the history of man, those who adapt at this moment, um, you know, it's it, you can either like say, well, I this is I'm wrong out. and we should shut it down, or you can adapt and be on the bleeding edge of the people that are profiting from it. You know, so yeah. Uh, it's i was just thinking about all the different possible areas that um you know chat gpt or something like that could be involved in i i, I was thinking while we were talking that um th- this is going to spawn like a whole new subgenre of lawyers <laughs> you know you got lawyers that practice water law and criminal law and so there's going to be a, you know they're going to have a special school at harvard the, the chat gpt law area and um you know or artificial intelligence law right um, or uh what is it what is chat chat is not really ai it's a uh what do they call it it's a I, I knew the term earlier but it's a uh natural language processor okay so it it's taking you know this huge wealth of 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 information and running it through a process and and doing natural language comparison and, and mm-hmm. figuring out how language fits together and then building something out new newish out of okay, that. Okay, got it. And using a, that's using a very liberal interpretation of the word language, you know. Yes, because, it, that's very you know, broad because yeah. it could be you could be interpreting you know signals from stars. It's yeah. it's very similar got it. thing for, to that. Wow. But that's um, you're not going to get you're just going to get garbage out of that one. You'll uh-huh. if you take all you take the whole internet, then you'll get yeah something. You know, I I have a confession and and it, something of my you know as those who know me, I I am a songwriter, and um, 
It's been a while. I'm I'm going through like a, a 17 year writer's block right now. Um, so corn. So I'm, I'm just waiting for it to thaw. Well, actually, yeah, you're right. I wrote corn a lot less than 17 years ago. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, but my wife has been after me. She's like, you've been writing music for how long, and you've never written a song for me. And I, the light bulb just came on. And I'm like, oh, I'm so getting on chat, GPT. It's like, <laughs> will you write me a song for my wife, Tammy? In the style of Louis She the never Lizards. listens to the show, so I don't have to worry about getting busted. Up. Well, I, I suppose some of her friends are listening and they'll tell her. Don't tell her, you guys. Okay? This is going to get me off the hook big time. I'm really actually pretty excited about it. I, I need to, I, I need something to thaw here in this area because things get real frosty. When we get into that conversation, like, why haven't you written me a song? So anyway, we'll hit chat GBT and do it in the style of Louie mm-hmm. and the Lizards. Yes. There you go. That's that's what you type in. That's, that's your. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. The problem is it, because there's another band called Louie and the Lizards based out of some not and not the Austin Lounge Lizards, but they're based out of somewhere in Texas as well. And Apple Music's artificial intelligence actually somehow decided that my band and that band needed to be merged. So when you you basically search Louie and the Lizards, it would dump you into a page that was this concatenation of all of our stuff and all of their stuff hmm. and all their really bad album cover art and all of my really glorious album cover art and so on and so forth, you hmm. know. So um, so anyway, you know, I, I suppose, you know, it, it could get messy, but um, I'll be interested. I, I'm going to do that. And... I don't know how long it'll take me. Three weeks, probably, to get it all together. But I'll be back. We'll look forward to hearing it so, yeah. live here. Yeah. So uh, big changes at Twitter. Have you guys heard heard anything about this? Uh, the so, new female yeah. CFO, was e- she? Elon's uh, stepping back, finally. And um, right on the tail, right on the heels of that. So let's see. Elon Musk's. Replacement is Linda Yaccarino, and um, I don't know anything about her. So, <laughs> just saying. Uh, however, uh, I don't know if you guys heard, but um, Tucker Carlson is going there. Have you heard this? Yeah, the twit. He's launching a launching a. He's launching. <laughs> that, was, that was some bad English. Uh, he's launching a uh, a Twitter TV show, which I didn't even know there was such a thing. The but, twit on twit. Yeah. How appropriate. <laughs> I, you, you might have just voiced an opinion. No. There. I was just making an observation. <laughs> it's, it's okay. I don't think that's off. That's not off limits. But Yeah, uh, no, I heard that. He's, yeah, yeah. He's got like 100 million subscribers right away or something. Mm-hmm. Immense. It'll, you know, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on in, a, in the mediaverse right now. Um, it's getting it's, sh- shooken up. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, uh, this uh, I, thing about the uh, Trump town hall. Uh, a couple of days ago, um, the the only thing that really disturbed me, I, I do not begrudge any news outlet because I, I think that it is news and it is coverable. But this, the part of the story I didn't like was them stacking the basically the rules for the audience was you can cheer and you can clap, but you can't boo. So it creates this artificial. That's an interesting. Di- uh, I'm trying to. I was listening to somebody. Is it a dichotomy or is it, uh, it's yeah. sort of a di- dichotomy, it but it's, it might be more than that. Yeah. Anyway, what were you going to say? Well, it's just because you're you're setting the you're setting these rules of engagement, which uh, 
are going to manipulate the outcome or the in- it's like sometimes you you, know, you get these calls like oh I'm a pollster I'm going to ask you 20, 15 you know I'm not can I have 3 minutes of your time I usually say yes if I have a few minutes and mm-hmm. I cuz I'm I want to figure out who they are and what the cut of their jib is mm-hmm. cuz usually the the questions are chosen in a way to elicit a certain response sure so it's just inter- interesting to me cuz I it's uh, to me that's almost the same thing here where you say you can only clap and cheer you can't boo mhm so it, yeah, no. you, you're doing the same thing where it's like, you know, is silence just silence or is it, is that the silence booing and then, yeah. and then the approval. So it's, it just, it, it changes the, the mm-hmm. direction. Yeah. The other thing I thought was interesting is the new CEO of CNN. Um, one of his comments uh, after the town hall was that we, we made a lot of news tonight. And the first thing that occurred to me is like, wait a minute. I didn't know that news outlets were in charge of making news. What? what? <laughs> it's like um, you're there to report the news, but mm-hmm. making news—that's kind of concerning. So, sounds like yeah, that's an odd way of, to put it. Sounds like one of the other major networks that's constantly trying to make news. So, anyway, um, enough of that. Uh, what else is going on? I had one of my clients, I think, get zapped by lightning because a camera and a outdoor access point got cooked. Okay. So, just you know, make sure your mm-hmm. uh, make sure all your equipment is on UPSs and or surge suppressors mm-hmm. and properly grounded and yeah and all of those things. And if you have an old one, it, you may want to consider replacing it as they do. They can only take so many zaps before mm-hmm. they malfunction completely i thought you're gonna say if you have an old one just wait a few days and yeah that might be the case too. a new one <laughs> yeah so. but just you know an, an old surge suppressor isn't necessarily a good surge, mm-hmm. surge suppressor yeah is all i'm yeah. saying here you know there there is a lot to that um and uh you know i don't know how many how many jewels should a surge suppressor be protect against um thirty thousand fifty thousand see a, well because it's the it's it's how fast it last time i researched it they talked about how fast it goes from so it's it's mounted it, you know the the mobs are basically saying okay there's normal voltage how mm-hmm. long does it take to to go oh you're over my threshold so from the time it goes over threshold to dumping the power through the restrictor the part that's restricting the voltage to you know where it's dumping it to ground Sure. It, so that that rise time, that time that it takes between going, this is normal voltage to oh, there's thirty thousand volts here. I'm only supposed to be dealing with two hundred. Got it. You know, that's the yeah. the the part, and they don't really uh, tell you like how many you know billionths of a second it takes to respond to that. But uh-huh. there's that, you know, there's a few billionths of a second where your equipment's getting you know thirty thousand volts, hundred thousand volts, a million volts, or something. Sure. Yeah. Even though you have it on a surge suppressor. So. And most consum- consumer electronics can't take that for even a fraction of a second. Right. I mean, yeah. Right. It's and a big old and pile of plastic, molten plastic. And, right. So you're hoping that the little blue caps inside called MOVs have, have detonated. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's your last line of defense. Yes. <laughs> against the big, the big zap. 
But I'm, you know, one of the things that a lot of people don't know is that I mean, a really large electrical charge is actually capable of jumping from one side of a uh, surge suppressor to, to, to the other side, and yes, so it doesn't the, matter how many little blue cans you have inside there; uh, it's not going to do you any good. So, uh, I guess what we're trying to get at is that uh, you know the the four ninety nine surge suppressors, you know. There may be some things you want to plug into a 499 surge suppressor, but yeah. not your computer. I was saying a lot of the, a lot of the the, you know, prosumer ones that mm-hmm. that are out there uh, have a damaged equipment, uh, you know, mm-hmm. insurance attached to them for three to five years. Yeah. So, depending on how much equipment, mm-hmm. and I I've always wondered if that in- includes data recovery. Yeah. Because to me, it's like the 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 computer, the monitor, the mice, and all the mm-hmm. peripherals uh, are really uh, just consumables. They yeah. they're going to wear out, and they're val- they devalue very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but years and years of family photos and data and all those mm-hmm. things, what's that worth to the individual to be able to be recovered, or making sure that you have a good backup that's offsite so that when your house gets gets a direct hit from lightning you know, all of your hard drives don't get cooked all at once. Yeah. Well, you know, that's why uh, they say you should always have your data in three different places. And one of them should be outside your house. Um, On the roof near the lightning. Yeah. Yeah. In a lead, in a a Galena lined doghouse up on your roof. There you go. So, so I was going to ask Marty, are you, we're doing a tiny house thing for a while. Are you still, you still have your tiny house? Uh, It's still in the back burner. Okay. Yeah. All right. But you were like living way off the grid there for a while, weren't you? Or, well, I was yeah. kind of part time, yeah. But. Yeah. Okay. Got it. But you've given up that hermit's life for now. Or? For now. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. I was gonna say difference between tiny house out off the grid and Aspen. Very different. Yes. Exactly. Yes. But uh, yeah. anyway. All right. So what else is going on out there? Um, let's see. Face altering software. So, <laughs> so I, I'm looking at so, a picture of a woman who used face altering software, and I'm like, you might want to turn up the, uh, whatever, <laughs> the smoothing. The, the, you yeah. might want to turn up the smoothing. I think level. she needs to adjust some of the filters there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry, that wasn't very nice. But um, what were you gonna say, Matt? Oh, I've it's gone. So, <laughs> got it. <laughs> Uh, um, I guess I could talk about, uh, so uh, the next version of Ubuntu was released uh, uh, last, let's see, last month, and the last, mm-hmm. uh, last month I have a, a, a Ubuntu machine that I use mostly for surfing and banking and those kinds mm-hmm. of things. Uh, and it's just, it was, the upgrade was smooth, and mm-hmm. uh, even on an old i5, it, it moves right along. Oh, I'll bet. You so. know, I mean, Linux runs well on... Yeah, a Pentium. <laughs> it runs well on a Pentium chip, you know. So at least the older, you know, the the version that I had, which I called Jumanji, um, <laughs> because it became an obsession and I couldn't get out of it once I got started. Hmm. So have you ever played with the with the Linux at all? Well, yeah, I'm still kind Marty? of curious about the landscape, Matt. About uh, any new Linux or Ubuntu phones on the horizon. So I've been keeping my own eye on one called PinePhone. Mm-hmm. Um, so the PinePhone and the PinePhone Pro. It doesn't sound like it's quite ready for prime time, but I think Ubuntu is one of the options. And then 
I'll have to look and see exactly. But uh, I think it's f- I think one of them's a hundred or one ninety nine, and the other one's two ninety nine. Um, but you know, little little quad core, little camera, uh, a day's worth of battery ba- of battery, and uh, and making calls and all those kinds of things. But it, it sounds like it's really kind of alpha still. But as a, a test bed for somebody who wants to to jump into trying that, that'd be definitely be interesting. It also sounds like you can you know, plug in HDMI, plug it into a keyboard, a mouse, and and use it as kind of a, a desktop as well. Yeah, I think they're all still all like alpha based. These uh, new Linux phones, like the Librem, which I was following, is still yeah, it's still not really ready for prime time yet. Mm-hmm. Does yeah. the does the Pine phone run Pine? Uh, I'm I'm bringing up the list. I, of... just, I just had to show my age. You know what Pine is, right? Pine, uh, no. Pine is the original text-based Unix version of email client. It'll probably run that. And, uh, mm-hmm. Because, well, actually, Pine took the place of Elm. And so Pine is actually an acronym that stands for Pine is not Elm, So, which is classic. <laughs> yeah, that's classic <laughs> Linux. Yes. Yeah, classic yeah. 1960s nerd <laughs> speak. <laughs> so... Yeah, I mean, when I first got online, everything, when I first got on the internet, everything was textual. Um, it basically, is all black screen, white letters. And uh, it is not nearly as satisfying, you know, when they say, imagine a picture of this. <laughs> so. Oh, come on, though. They used to do ASCII art. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> I used to do ASCII art, you know, <laughs> so, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. So. So let's see, Unix phones, uh, not quite there yet. The um, let's see, are you are you rocking an iPhone there, Marty? No, I still have my oh, uh, still got your Android Pixel. Okay, and right. I was looking at the next version of the Pixels, and I just discovered something interesting in that Google when you when you get they have the brand new Fold coming out, their, their, mm-hmm. their Fold. Yep, I've seen this, and I've got the watch somewhere; it's off my hand right now. Um, Basically, they don't really care if they sell well. They're really using them more for see what, see what they can do in terms of making the software. Mm-hmm. But one of the interesting things is Google is definitely going full force into artificial intelligence. So everything you kind of do on your phone or your watch is getting fed back into the, the board, if mm-hmm. you will. So Got it. It's one of the reasons I kind of like to get away from the yeah. any phone systems that are you know going straightforward uh-huh. artificial intelligence. Because the iPhone is, you know, Apple's kind of resisting it at this time. Yeah. But Google's going just full force yeah. with it. You know, a lot of people don't realize just how, you know, the the geolocation coup that Google's pulling off. As I, I was uh, driving from Montrose back to Newcastle on Saturday night after a gig, and I got a hankering for a Sonic burger. And I pulled up, you know, the directions to the Sonic. I just wanted to make sure it was going to still be open. I wasn't, wasn't going to get there till 930. And it pops up and it says... Yeah, they're still open, but I got to warn you, they're extremely busy right now. And I'm like, wait a minute, how do they know that? Oh, the Google geolocation thing. Yeah. So basically uh, anybody, I mean, so does, I mean, does Chrome run in the background on my iPhone? I mean, um, that's something I really never thought about. I mean, I usually try to close my apps when I'm done with them. But how is yeah? You have to go into settings and go down to Chrome and figure out what I'll permission get to, to stop have. sharing my location when the app's not running. Is that kind of yeah, that is? kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, all right. So that's what that's Apple about. at least gives you pretty good control over that at the, uh-huh. at the at the moment. It seems yeah. like 
You know, I'm actually, I, I fancy myself a good citizen. I, I like to, I, I'm okay helping other people to know that I'm sitting in stop and go traffic <laughs> so they can avoid the same thing. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. We just got a couple more minutes. Actually, we got one more minute. 970-963-2976. See if you can break the drought here. Haven't had a single caller today. That's good. It's too beautiful out. Yep. Oh, well. All right. Well, I'm getting ready to install solar panels on my van. So that's the panels came today. I'm pretty excited. So got some batteries and a charge controller. Uh, you know, the charge controller is in a place, a location unknown at this moment, somewhere between here and Southern California. So On a UPS or yeah. on a... Oh, wait. Somebody's trying oh, to break the go. drought here. Oh, okay. You're on with the geeks. Craig and Rifle. We knew we could count on you. Well, all I wanted to say is, for the record, Chris Licht, head of CNN, was the producer for Stephen Colbert, who was vicious against Trump, and still is. What is what's up with that? What's your take on that, Craig? My take is that, show me the money. Anybody can be bought. Show me the money. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Yep. You, you got us. it. All right. Talk to you soon, buddy. Take care. Yeah, Louie, call me, would you? I will. Absolutely. I mean, shortly. I have something yeah. important to talk to you about. I'll give you a shout tomorrow. Okay. So, all right. Bye. Take care. All right. all right. Craig and Rifle breaking the drought. Yeah. So, very good. So, let's see if there's so anything else. I was, say that I was just looking at the specs on the Pine, uh, Pine Phone Pro. It has a uh, SD card reader, which is something I... Just very much miss from. I, yes, I have wished that my iPhone had one of those actually, or a SIM. Well, uh, now SD card. I take that. I, I take that. Back. It'd be nice to have an SD card on these SIM modern cards. Phones. Are just stupid to be passing data around. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> although it has been done, and we have done. We it. have done it. Yes. yes. So, it's. I actually recovered some address books and stuff off of a couple of old LG flip phones the other day <laughs> with a SIM card. I did it with a SIM card. Excellent. <laughs> Yeah, uh, have to get a SIM card reader for your laptop so you can. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I think they're just text files. So. Yeah, definitely. All right, you've been listening to Geek Speak on KDK. I'm your host Matt McBrayer from Roaring Fork Help Desk in studio with Louie the Computer Guy and Modern Marty. Hey, thanks a lot, man. We'll be back on yeah. you, June 5th. Wow, that's a long ways. It's a long ways. All right. In the meantime, do not touch your knob. <laughs> <laughs>